I call this meeting to order at 5.52 p.m. Clerk, can we please take roll call for attendance, please? On the call of the roll, um, Commissioner Parker Plummer. Present. Parker Plummer present. Commissioner M is absent. Commissioner Pimentel. Um, Pimentel present. Commissioner Utting. Utting present. Chair Hum. Present. Hum present. And Chair Loftus is absent. Chair with four present, two absent. You have quorum. Did Commissioner Loftus give notice? Uh, Commissioner Loftus did give me notice two weeks in advance. Motion to Chair Loftus, seconded by Commissioner, motion by Commissioner Barton, seconded by Commissioner Barton. Is there any discussion on this? Clerk, is there any follow if members of the public would like to speak, please um, raise your hand in person or on WebEx or press star three. Chair, you have no public comment. Thank you. Can we um, move voice vote? All in favor say aye. Aye. All those say nay. Exceptions. Attorney, welcome to the Commissioner. Wait, the motion passes. Yeah. Is there any motion to excuse the Commissioner? You can't. This is her third unless he is absent. Um, can you please call item number two? Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that the Civil Engagement and Education Committee participated in this meeting in person with remote access. The commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item of this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-0001, meeting ID 2494-840-9890, and then pound and then pound again. Or you can join us online through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three or to be added to the speaker line if you have called in or if you are joining us via WebEx, you may also raise your hand in the app. If you are joining us in person, please raise your hand. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the youth commission at youthcom at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, Room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. Those attending the meeting in person will have the op opportunity to speak in public comment first before remote access. That concludes my communications. Thank you. Item number three is approval of agenda. Can I have a motion to approve today's agenda? Motion to approve today's agenda. Motion by Commissioner Hunting, second by Commissioner Paul. Um, is there any discussion? And so is there any public comment? Chair, you have no public comment. You have a good voice. Um, all in favor of approving today's agenda say aye. Aye. All those in favor the motion passes. Clerk, can you please call item number one? 
Item number four is approval of minutes for the April 4th, 2023 Civic Engagement and Education Committee meeting. Thank you, Commissioners. Please take time this time to take that up over the minutes. Uh, can I have a motion to approve these minutes? Motion to approve these minutes by Commissioner Ryan Sagan and Commissioner Barbara Palmer. Uh, is there any discussion? Or is there any more comment? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star three or raise your hand. Chair, you have no public comments. Okay, we will do a voice vote. And if all in favor of approving these minutes say aye. Okay. I'm sorry. All opposed say nay. Abstentions. Okay. Um, so, please call item number five. Item number five is general public comment on matters under the jurisdiction of the Youth Commission's Engagement and Education Committee, but not on today's agenda. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should start to line up behind the podium or just raise your hand or press start right now if you, if you are calling in remotely or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app. Your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. Um, Chair, um, there is no public comment. Oh, yes, um, your two minutes have begun. Thank you. Um, my name is Peter Waterborn. I speak in my capacity as commission. Uh, though I have experienced the board of committee on the past. The reason I want to speak to public and this might not be strictly in this committee unless outreach or future uh, commissioner outreach is in this committee's purview, but uh, in the past there have been issues of nepotism of other city officials coaching for friends of the family or other electeds or people who maybe are settled in government or pushing their uh, children to be on the commission. That may or may not be appropriate. And if you ever suspect that there was an inappropriate piece in this next round of recruitment, I would encourage you to change your guide. Thank you, Mr. Waterborn, for your fair public comment. If members of the public would like to speak, please raise your hand or press start now if you're calling in remotely. Thank you. Chair, there is no public comment. Okay, please call item number six. Item number six is um, Civic Engagement Education Committee Leadership Change. And I will present this. So, um, oh, I can start and you can tag off. So, um, while you were looking through the bylaws, it seems that uh, CEC actually did not follow the bylaws, which is the, uh, <laughs> um, the leadership because of the um, just oversight. Um, lack of oversight, but uh, because we are supposed to have a chair and a vice chair elected in the beginning, we currently have two co-chairs and also executive committee members, which is what a chair hall currently is. He is our legislative affairs officer as well, cannot hold another chair position in um, a committee. Would you like to elaborate, Commissioner Palmer? Uh, sure. I mean, it just means that we need to today reopen nominations. Uh, I'll 
Nations are closed. Do you want to give a two minute speech? Because you don't have to. Thank you, Kelly J. So I call a voice call. Um, let's do a roll call vote. Uh, I know I said it differently on here, but yes. Um, let's do a vote. Um, Yes, um, Commissioner Barker Plummer, which uh, on the motion to uh, nominate Vice uh, Chair Helm to Vice Chair, um, yes, Commissioner Barker Plummer. Aye. Barker Plummer, aye. Um, Commissioner Dimas absent. Um, Commissioner Pimentel. Pimentel, aye. Commissioner Udding. Aye. Udding, Udding, aye. Commissioner Hum. Aye. Um, aye. Um, Vice Chair Hum, um, with um, four ayes and um, two absents, the motion passes. Thank you, Vice Chair. Um, I mean, I think it's a humanitarian. Yeah. Yes. Okay, then I'll nominate Commissioner Long as chair. Second. Motion to nominate. Wait, the same Never mind. That's a good question. We should wait on chair. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Continue along. So with that. Would you like to rescind your nomination, Commissioner? I Commissioner, I take your sins nomination. Specify. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can you please call item number seven? Item number seven is committee business, a youth vote program presenter, um, Peter Lauderborn, former youth vote program coordinator, um, B, joint hearing preparation, C, upcoming resolutions, D, C, C related news. We'll pass it to you. Um, maybe like start with like what the youth vote program was. Sure. And they can ask questions. Presenters of the I had a presentation. So yeah, my name is Peter. Uh, I'm not sure I'll share a little bit of my background. Uh, briefly, I was on the Supervisory Council from 
not the primary, it's not that point out. And it was done to do three things. One is that a handful of key issues would be taken out of the ballot. Uh, a summary of that. Uh, major offices. Uh, so, like, if there were a couple of youth, very specific issues, uh, school board, uh, I don't know if they did super much, they would do mayor, they would do president, they would do things like that. And there was a survey at the time. And there was a Sudan election, which was tricky because they were doing this in the fall and that didn't really mesh up well with the school year. So, um, that went on for years. It was actually the very first meeting I was invited to uh, was a coalition meeting um, that was being held on UFO. Fast forward to around 2007. Uh, a former staffer of the commissioner, uh, Kevin Liao, had worked on a plan to try to formalize the plan. Um, so the goal was to make it part of more of the citizen education of the city uh, to cover uh, primaries, make it just much more robust. He had uh, he lined up grants on opportunities for families, uh, school lines, which is that disgrace, uh, scandal and defunct nonprofit. Uh, this is sponsors, so they're not around anymore. Um, and why they took so long to pay for them. But he wanted to brand the structure of it, uh, uh, an individual named Dixon Lamb, who was a social studies teacher who uh, was going to write the curriculum. And then uh, it could be uh, to, to run it. Um, I was planning on being a high school teacher, we were firing teachers, so I was like, hey, so my role was to just provide a lot more strength and support to the program. Uh, the, the youth commission was also down staffers, as we were talking about before the meeting. Uh, so they didn't really have a whole lot of capacity. Uh, I knew I mean, as the um, education policy coordinator. Um, but, but for the youth level piece, uh, we work with the school district. There is the uh, Office of Teaching and Learning, which sounds like what the school district should do every day all day, but it's actually the division. And that is where um, curriculum, textbooks, like that sort of work is done. And every department, or every, every, education um, Every field field of study, like English, social studies, math, um, has every school has its own uh, department chair for that department, and those department chairs meet at a central location regularly. So I was to work with the department chairs for social studies to get the curriculum and then execute uh, UFO twice a year now, or uh, yeah, twice a year now uh, with them. Uh, so we were able to do primary elections, which was awesome. We were able to have much more well-designed ballots that actually had a tensor squeeze and arrow. I think it was with the arrow. I think they come out of this. But uh, so we were able to get that. School district provided us to scan uh, the surveys and the ballots. Uh, we were able to move the student element election into the primary season so that people would actually be elected for the upcoming school year. It was nice. Um, and it was also much more focused on that. There was a presidential election, parallel, you know, there was just a lot that was going on in the spring, so we could really focus on that. Um, the staff capacity also provided space for, and those have been done before, 
but most years there was definitely uh, some multiple student delegate candidate forums. There were uh, one year we did a mayoral candidate forum. Or, uh, everybody showed up. Uh, we would do I think once, at least once, if not twice, we did school board uh, candidate forum once on Michigan High School. Uh, and working with the schools, the school would also coordinate to bring young people in, also the word, uh, so that that work in public students is up. So having this faculty connect with other staff at school helps. Instead of having a student advisory council members go to their student government lead, which is basically how we've done before. Not in this instance. Um, in this system, we were able to typically enroll about north of 50%. If you have the minors, you can fact check me in real time. Uh, I might be over that, but I think it was typically around 50%. Some schools would be at high like 80 or 90, some schools would be in teens. And so, um, you know, it was good. We were also, you know, uh, apply a little bit of pressure to school once they to work with their administration to try to get a lot more compliance. Uh, and delegated to a assistant principal that overseeing the social studies materials. So, in addition, this started with a hundred fifty thousand dollars a minority which was salary. Uh, um, but um, there was a lot of printing, uh, so we had to manage. Printing. The other thing I thought that was about ballot handbooks. We made ballot handbooks even before the staffing era, and I would also manage. So you have to put the handbooks, you have to put ballot surveys, uh, equipment rentals, trucks, vans for delivering them. Sorry. Uh, school district's internal system was not trustworthy for my interests. For any effort to send any. So what I'm involved is that. Every school would tell me, okay, every social studies class is going to do it. Like every everyone's history class is going to do it, except for the one grade that doesn't do history, it's going to be done by the homework class for the ninth grade. So it's going to be done by the English class, for example. Every school would open this. They would give that to me. I would get that data to the district. The district would give me a spreadsheet with every classroom, the room, teacher, and the students, and each folder would sort of so that classroom would have. Full. So there's a lot of people, a lot of good cuts. Uh, good stuff. But it can happen. Um, so there, yeah, there was a lot of material after I think the first or second year the budget was about fifty thousand uh, dollars. which was which was managed. Um, you know, there were there was a lot of you know, we had to go out of fence basically it was fine. Um, again, this is almost 15 years ago. So in today's dollars, I, I, I don't know what um, There's also like fewer vendors who can do printing like that. It's, it's like some. Um, so after I left, they were going to cancel the program without us uh, a detailed plan. Uh, I ended up moving for the end of my position here at uh, law. And so they, I think for a while, did a bit of a staffing mix to try to get at least a little bit of survey work done. Uh, and it's a delegate election, but the kind of structured system of trying to have it twice a year and uh, 
and also the long time work of like soliciting survey questions, utilizing them, uh, packaging it, getting it into a policy presentation ready to support these leaders uh, with that data, you know, all that work wasn't happening. And then now apparently it's not happening at all. Um, to that I looked at you know, anything you want to know about, uh, I'm happy to talk about what it would take to do with this staff, what it would take to do without dedicated staffing, uh, and I think the permutations of the work you want. And Thank you for talking about spirits. Uh, I was also a SSC uh, a few years ago um, when we just spent out the election. I was only for And that is not necessarily fair because some people don't get the emails or some people don't even know what's going on. Uh, so I'm actually surprised to hear that there used to be the like, physical voting. Well, just to add on to that, like, I project something that is, I think, is a red flag. Not only is it, I think, an opportunity for the serious issues, and like that, this is a really election
whatever the motion is, only have the proper elections to do. I think it's actually very good. Um, or you have opened up like software for the first time, it can be very intimidating. Like the third time, you're like, what? Like, yeah. But and, and you always the same way. It's like, I've done it. That's what I'm saying. It's not like 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 it's Something else, but oh, it'll come back. So go ahead and try to talk because it can't. This is a very big question, but how would you see the process of re implementing new code? And what are some challenges that we would attempt to see? Uh, sure. uh, if you don't mind me starting with an opportunity, uh, which is that unless they change the law or the information policy requires it to be a statement that they the school board's policy is that the student delegate election has to well, at least it says you vote by name. I don't know if it's like it can happen through something like you vote, but I wouldn't consider Google for like you. So, yeah. yeah. To add, it's also like a social media stick. It's all into the whole thing. It's an agent. Yeah. I mean, how many students are home? There was just a whole article that ended up in the It's like right there. It's a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, I do think that. Um, you said it was a broad question, so I might give some broad answers to that. Okay. Um, I, I can give as much as you need, but also tell me when somebody else prospects. Um, some issues that came up in the past that may come up again, uh, and, and I can be able to take this first one. Um, one issue was that it was almost um, So this is the sheer size of the school um, made it very difficult. Um, Forget if we tried to do rank choice voting. So we did it for but we did it for city elections because that's how the city does it. But the part of elections couldn't actually give me like a formula to do it. So I just sit there with a blue box for So we take it trust. Um the district shadow to so there might be a question. People in the past have thought, should there be something uh, electoral college esque should should not be one person because of the bigger schools. And if it wasn't a bowl, it was Washington. Um, now, flip side is big schools represent large diversities of people. Though. There's a quote in the Western from a Republican saying there's more real California, but there's more real American California than anywhere else in the country. Uh, if, if I have some definition, big school you have. But it would be a question that needs to be addressed. Like, those things might come up if you were to go for a bigger question. It might be just a basic question. How is this election structured? Is it right choice? Is it one suit, one vote, or not? Is it weighted somehow? Um, there are a lot of arguments from on. I hope it's silly. I think it's way. But you will have to feel some people. Um, 
So there's that. Two is if you, there are other tools for electronic means that are more accessible. So for example, you could work with the student activities coordinator at the school system's team government or something like that. Or their, you know, university is also do it. That, that. Or a social studies chair, or you can find somebody that was that's for staffing because contributed. But if you can find that, you know, can you organize it where um, the a computer labs advertise for a week and you know lunch for this week? It, you know, there's 20 computers every time. You know, there's some sort of possible you can go with that and never count. You can use um, uh, other surveying tools for this. So there's uh, there's Survey Monkey, there's um, there's plenty of products that can be purchased. Um, I know purchasing things is the city is difficult. There are food vendors though. Um, maybe another agency like the CYF would have one, they could lend it to your to the clerk's office as a department printed thing. Um, or Angela can buy like a thousand dollars a year to procure a survey monkey. Uh, Lesson is that what it's called? SMTA the content, which means that they should anyone else in the city should go to buy it. If it's approved for one department, specifically you find it students if you so um, so there are other ways of doing electronic lead. If that was a hurdle, then you'd say, okay, well, if we're gonna do it, you know, it has to be sent out this way. Um, you know, how do you handle multiple votes? That's a question you have to answer if you are doing it for a lot of time or doing it at home. Times or you do it with an email address, but then you can do like, There's a lot of ways you can just um, Your problem is not enough people voting, not too many, so I would just converge that to the Solve the problem If you went the paper route, um, one option would be there is reprogramming on the city's mailing system that prints passage at its own time. The clerk's office has a budget for. Students' agendas, they're Um, now printing 18,000 to 700 high school students, that's a lot of paper, but you can do it. You can shrink your electronic and your survey into one paper, that helps because if your survey is on two sheets of paper, you can't cross type it. Uh, so if you have demographic information on one and want to know what X, Y, or Z thought, you won't know. Um, there are also ways you can process this in the student Student has a data office where I mentioned that they have center. They have a data office that handles those surveys and testing and all sorts of other stuff. They would they would format for us. So school districts like that's that they have, they just need to take time out so they can do it. So they can format your survey in the ballots um, and scan it. And there's other things they can do like the school, either a code. Uh, like you don't have to ask people what school they have to want to know that. That could be part of like based in a scan of every bit of every machine. So it would be those sort of logistic questions. It could be paper dealer questions distribution. And school districts enter school system handle it. Uh, maybe if you're not getting, you know, every class was getting staff like this. Because um, of the handbook and all that. So that's a lot. Um, it was hundreds of boxes. Um, so this is all based on the 
I guess I also want to ask this is still in existence, like as a QSD is not so much the city, some sort of under that So thank you for being there. I just want to know the record of the seat of this data office that says for the Somebody is doing those surveys. So those surveys exist. To be fair, for the reason they were laying off all those teachers was because it was the Great Recession. It was the huge crash that went on for years. Um, and at the time, per, per pupil spending was around $6,000. So while there have been massive cuts and maybe very harmful, the district was in a worse situation. Now it might get worse, but as far as this moment in time, I would say it was at a worse time. So they might have smaller staff, they might have harder issue, but those are baseline mechanics of the legislature. The district still needs to set things between schools. They still need to process testing and some survey. Yeah. Um, now the student survey, that's another option, is you could say, Youth Commission SAC, we get a page. You're already doing a survey. That's all. Like, you have to expand this. It'd be cheaper than us doing a new thing. Or you can get us a new thing. Like, pick your poison, but we're going to get something. That, that could be an option. Do you all have any? I just forgot one question, but go ahead. Um, did you feel like the $150,000 budget was, um, you know, um, is it enough or do you feel like it should Or shrink? Well, I did that. Well, so again, yeah, some, some caveats. I was speaking as part of my salary, which is again, about so much time. It was $42,000. It's going to be really fun. Um, now you could hire a part-time person. There's graduate programs. There's other ways you could slice that. Um, but that's going to be your big struggle if you put that. As far as the materials, I would have a hard time guessing what it would cost. I mean, if you wanted to get a quote from repro mail, they have an online portal. Never works. They're always like, you should have sent to the portal. You would know this thing. Uh, a little bit. It's a lot of um, but you can get put you're like, okay, there's 18,000 SAPC students. It's awesome. I remember again. You know, 18,000 students, let's assume it's one piece of paper. Let's assume it's two. Assume that would be valid in the front back story. Um, so that's going to be 36,000 sheets of paper. In black and white, what does that cost? Okay. Do I need them? You know, you know, if you start there, now you need them sorted, if you need, you know, that's a whole other page. That's where the extra staffing was called, right, to yeah. make that organized, because the teachers don't want I should add actually that you need to be mindful about quarters. So the teachers that want to think at the beginning, we want to say anything, I mean, even like a, hi, welcome back to the new year, I'll be touching base with you, and play the video on It's the beginning of the school year, fall testing season, finals, spring testing season, April, which unfortunately right there, the parents are to go on our lecture. And then it's the end of the year. So you, you want to make sure you're pretty like, when are teachers less stressed than they are in these other times? Um, 
as far as the having the issue, the printing is an issue again. And uh, and then how much distribution does the individual take on? Uh, unless you have a full-time person, I think you're gonna need to use some sort of city managed system. And I think it would be way too expensive to have like a store, like you know, and then it gets like dropping them on office and everything versus if there were lost boxes. Um, they did not close the bay. They did not close the bay. There was a taxi driver used to pick me up. I was like, bull in the rain carrying three boxes. And the driver pulled up and he said, So where are you going? So they received the call. And I said, I'm going to City Hall. And he, he, he took off and he wanted to go to the airport or something. So, <laughs> you might not find somebody willing to do Um, so, like, again, like, yeah, how you structure this, like, you'd want to balance the jobs with what you're asking for being painful, right? Like, the less, or at least the systems can be as hard for delivery, the more you can something um, Like, ask around, it's not city approved, right? So, like, how does the city handle it? That's why they ran us through on problems. You could buy whatever you wanted at any time. So there is a benefit to that. There's also a little bit more scrutiny on those contracts filling out. Um, so I, and that wasn't really an answer, but those were some things to think about if you need to make a budget. I mean, it just not if the budget scale, like the general contract. And I guess part of my thinking is like we are going to have some ridiculous garden. Sense, but I don't know why. But yeah, I feel I I feel nervous going forward with this analogy. I just don't think that can capacity to one just be you know expanded. The the capacity, I just do the budget. Getting it out of the way. Uh, uh, I mean, that's kind of what it is. My last question to you is what are the next steps? I would say, in my 20 plus years in various government roles, I would encourage you to always ask for what you Somebody else will shave it down for you. You don't need to do it for them. Um, if you get, they'll shave down your small ask if you ask for a small ask. And that then things get really sad. Uh, um, so I would say go, I would say go big. And, you know, um, there are all that are often people who are interested in civics and want to contribute to it. There might be private funding. Been to kind of primary groups. Um, so, actually, one thing that comes to mind um, is a lobbyist. His name is Alex Turner. He used to be the issue of us asking And um, he, for a while, was trying to do this thing about like getting private funding to have voting done on some things. So that, 
So he reacted um, about that. Like, what's a good one of his clients to follow? Um, uh, a lot of people who wouldn't mind shipping in such a semantic expression. So I would say with the right action, how much money does it take the first? Will it cost to hire somebody? Um, and then and then have your plan B or C or G in your back pocket too, if they do whittle it down, and make sure the compromise is in the video compromise. Um, now this is uh, this would be more for staff, but there is also the youth force program, which hires interns, and I think it's it would be coming out of the efficiency fund, the already fund. That's that was critical. So I would have they would have sorting and processing information, so that's you know feeding the machine of survey results. Um, that's that's real work. So if you only have ten percent, and I think it could be part time, I think it could be seasonal full time. There's other ways you can slice it. I didn't have that much to do in July. Commissioners are gone. The survey results are in. We're not the great for the next year to treat everything, but it was beneficial, but it wasn't correct. Um, so, you know, seasonal staff or part time staff with interns. There's the city's fellows program. I looked into it recently for my own ends. Um, I don't think that there's some big agency applications right now that would be more talking to blowouts. Let's get a city fellow will be basically full time or part time staff or at city and keep your list proof. Um, also, uh, University of San Francisco uh, has a really strong. Program. So the state has one. It's not as strong, but it's just it's like, but I think if you have professors in the center, you know, work around it, it would be, you know, there are issues around the internships, there's issues around that we sat through over a year, but it would be, it would be helpful. Um, and having somebody trying to do something new for a few years might be good for that for a future. Those are the things that I would say. What's your capacity? And, uh, yeah, just, I mean, we're going to do this in the bar. Yeah. What was your capacity? So, aside from my four year olds, I was to opt in, like, muscle, like, harder during that time, which is why I can't remember. That has for six hours. So there's only so many times I think that we will see. I'll hear how it's nice. We'll leave it to the director. He's, he's just making some chill. Assuming I'm available, uh, I for this or any other issue, I'm happy to help the commission handle the transition right now. So I have to when I forgot to do my business cards, this is the first time I did that. Let us take these yours. And then uh, if, you, if you could share my email with them, um, I think whether it's on this or any issue, whether it's a report you wanted to contact me, please. Uh, I might have a memory of some random issue you might have worked on, or I might know the person who did it. If something that you might have worked on it, they might be able to find that person. Um, uh, Leah Claude in uh, Superintendent uh, Elbar's office. Um, she, she was my fourth century. She was She did? Yeah. Where is she at? Looking for a job. Oh, really? She was a really good job. 
But she was actually supposed to be his supervisor, but that supervisor was running for an office at the time. It was never there. So the youth was called, like, would you mind taking another intern? It's like, sure. And you were like, yeah, you should apply next year. Um, so, um, but yeah, I'd be happy to think I've also, since that job, I've continued to work on surveys. Uh, so when it comes to writing a survey, I'd also be happy to be a quasi-professional survey reviewer. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, especially for research, I'd like to be, I, I can't sort and bring boxes to schools, so that's why we're doing online. <laughs> That's not what you used to be. Um, yeah. So I'm a big believer in having you know, people do their, their staff work. Um, nobody asked the police commission to, like, you know, I don't know, the police commission to ask it. Yeah, there we go. Um, like, the commissioners are there to advise and opine, uh, and the staff's job to, like, make this question. Corbin is right. Uh oh. Um yeah. Or intra office we always do things. Yeah. I mean, I think the reality of the youth commission is that it's I think something that we come to realize, at least I have um, in reaching out to SMBSD and trying to increase the school safety or civic education has been how individual each school site is, in little islands. Was that something that you encountered with you both? Is it, is it worth us reaching out to chairs like the social studies department or the student activities coordinators to try and get them on board too and just kind of start something in the school. It's been a long time since I've been involved with the shoot, but we are describing things incredibly true and Yeah, yes, every school very probably. You know, when, when I was doing this work, it was not too long after the like Bush administration and the uh which was heavily top down. So I don't know if, you know, I felt like in that time there was also like an extra stand against anything centralized, um, which was a challenge initially. But ultimately, it is a challenge with all the best. Like it, it, it's hard in the beginning because it's easier to do one thing than 23 schools, if you include the charter schools, you know, it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of schools, it's a lot of individual plans. Um, but it works better once everyone has their body. Uh, it is usually supported. I don't think it's supporting. I'm just thinking about. No, I'm going to do it, but not a lot of people will raise their hand to it. So it has to be a size of them. And that was a benefit of love for the staff is that, you know, if they didn't like something, I would hear it. And ideally, I didn't say the same. There was one year that two governments just had to say the search number. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Thank you.
Put this open still? Yeah. Moving on to um, the um, drug here. Yes. Um, there's the two hearings that like did um, get called um, that CDC will be sitting through. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to see if you all have any questions and like, yeah. <laughs> um, just want to let you all know that like SWC and PCYFR presenting for both um for both hearings. Um there will be department reps. If you look at the um the hearing talk for um, the youth violence hearing, there are multiple departments called, but they will be presenting, but there will be department representatives there. And um the goal of it is to very much you know we'll, um, see what kind of resources that BCYF and like SFUSD will be, you know, um, providing or eventually implementing, you know, to, um, you know, curb down the violence concerns. So, yeah. So just for clarification, so uh, there are two here. Yes. Same they, day. Same day. Uh, student assessment is going first, and then um, we plan. Oh, did I? Did you not get one? Yeah, I didn't know you were still my contract. I think the violence one is second. And it's a, and we both will, we will have a meeting with them. Yes, it's a special, if you consider a CEC special meeting. Sure, I'm just. Enjoy chair with chair. Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure like whatever happens, like Chair Roman will be able to do the introduction so it's gonna walk a lot of it. And it says like during questioning, like after each presentation, you are you can ask questions. It's the, and like they are really recommending you all to like Really see if like the information is clarified or not. So then, like, um, if it's not clarified, please um, ask the documents. And just for clarification, you don't have to present. No, you are part of the hearing. So essentially, sit in this event. Yes. Okay. So it's two hearings at the same. Can I just ask like what the time estimate is? Yeah, I remember you had a time train. Yeah. Um, so they are anticipating that the students assessment will be one hour, but they're anticipating the big assessment to be longer. Thanks. Two hours. And like as you know, like there's a lot of folks who will be coming out because the community has been very confused. <laughs> And also, like the schools are confused too, so um, they there will be time. But I'm not sure if it's going to be taken after every hearing or if it's like at the very You all will be there, all five of you. And Commissioner Ed is effectively coming out. Okay, just to make sure everyone's doing it. 
Yes. I have to be somewhere at 7.30. I, I could be late. I could, I could leave at 8. I could leave this at 8, be there at 8.30. But that's, that's the latest that I can. So as long as you're here for a majority, you shouldn't be marked as absent. But if you are gone for a majority, then do you think it's possible that we go and tell me? Hopefully I will need to check the BLS, BLS rules on that. Well, I think it's YC. Oh, BLS rules and YC bylaws. I will look at that. Any questions about just the hearing? Yeah. I will that. Yeah. There is nothing else. Um, moving on to item C, option resolutions. Um, I I definitely want to start on the resolution that we refer to as support for the CC. Um, this this is coming up with sooner. I'm can you swear to Yes. Yeah. Oh, we can buy. I guess you said. Yeah. We can buy, but this is two great lines. Like, yeah. And they did. Oh, good. Uh, and then, did you happen to change anything from the last one? I have to say that, so I'm not going to help you. Uh, and I didn't share. Um, if we want to go that terms of health presence and on to the full commission joint, we would have to get it in by next. One second. Um, if you so May first. Um. So you want to directly go to uh, May first and not at another CEC meeting, correct? Yeah. Yes, um, so because exact, um, you can tell exact to put it or like tell staff and exact to put it on the agenda by 25th because, um, exact needs to vote on Thursday. Yeah. Okay, I'm still working on getting survey responses for the organization. And then, um, one, I'm doing, uh, yeah. um, I sent you a draft of the letter of the AB 1520. Thank you about to Yes, looks good. And then when you have a second, you just take a look at it. Um, okay. I, it's not. It, it, it is fine. Two more times before you want something. No, I actually like that. Yeah. I didn't forget to reply. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Well, just knowing that, I'll just send it to him. What? Um. I think that's the only other thing I can show. And then I'll, I'll share it to you later. And then. 
Adjournment. Okay, we go. Thank you. This meeting is adjourned at 6.51 p.m.